Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. celebrating the balance you've accumulated over the years in your retirement accounts, but not so fast. Don't forget about your silent partner, Uncle Sam. After his cut, your net worth might not be as high as you thought it was. Today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby, we'll talk about what you need to understand about your retirement accounts and how you can be proactive so taxes won't leave you with a fraction of the money you were counting on for your retirement. 803-9-RETIRE is how you can schedule a strategy session today with Pat. We also have a special guest coming up a little later on the show. We'll be joined by Lisa Gibbons, who will be here to talk about Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, and Lisa's Care Connection. So great show lined up today. Pat, happy to sit down with you once again. How have you guys been doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to make sure I didn't forget to tell you that I had a moment with uh, my six-year-old Gabby that I thought you'd appreciate. Okay. Um, okay. So you know how it is. I mean, I know your your kids are a little bit older than mine, and so I'm sure you can appreciate, you know, asking them, you know, how was your day? How was school? And you get like, fine. Right. right? Yes. And it's very hard to get any details If that. Out. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You might get like a grunt or something, right? Right. So I get good or fine a lot of the time and then I'm trying to pry details out. And so she volunteered some. We were, we were talking about school and she said something about, I love Friday so much. And uh-huh. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I can't wait to hear. Now, do you have any idea? You, you know, I was thinking maybe like something special the teacher does. I, any right. guesses that you have for a six-year-old? Um, oh, uh, maybe a snack day or something. Snack day would be good. I was thinking snacks or recess or something yes. like that. She said, oh, the reason Friday is my favorite is because it's the only day that has an F and an I. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> how nice. So she, it was a curveball. I, I thought I was getting information about school, and she was teaching Just me about the, the letters of days of the week. So oh, there you man. go. Uh, that... <laughs> Another gem from a six-year-old. <laughs> oh, I love it when they come out of the blue with something like that. That's a, No, I, I would have been here all day, and I never would have guessed. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have made F you guess one Okay, once. good. <laughs> F and I. All right. Well, Pat, one of the things we're going to talk a little about some uh, good things, some not so good things as well, but obviously a good thing when you can accumulate, Pat, more in your retirement accounts. But more money for you also means more money for the government, right? Uh, USA Today says taxes can eat up 20% or more of your retirement income. So the big question here, Pat, how do we maintain our current standard of living if, also an F and an I, IF, if taxes can take up that much of our retirement savings? Yeah, I, I thought this was really interesting, this idea of 20% of our retirement income essentially going away to taxes because, uh, of course, we're all in different brackets and, you know, there's the, you know, the different, the top bracket you're in or the average rate of tax you're you're paying and those are different numbers, but 20% is a nice, simple number, right, if mm-hmm. we think about that. Right. And this is one of those things, Jen, that I have found a lot of people haven't thought about until after they're retired and it happens to them, and that is... If all of your money is saved in IRAs and 401ks and you're drawing it out and you're paying taxes on it, well, if you need 20% more to maintain your standard of living, so you have to take that out of your 401k and IRA, and guess what happens? Now you have to pay more taxes. Now you have to take more money out to pay those taxes. And (laughs) so it's it's a snowball. And (laughs) that's not the kind of snowball we want. So that's why we, you know, we really think that uh, proactive tax planning is just kind of the simple concept that we like to talk about, which is you have so much more control over your tax situation when you're retired than when you're working. And it's an opportunity that we want to take advantage of. And of course, where you're at in life has an effect on that. If you're already retired, there's less you can do. There's still things you can do at that point. But then if you're 5, 10, 15 years from retirement, then you've got more opportunity to be kind of planning ahead. 
So, gosh, and here's the thing, Pat, we grumble about how much we're paying in taxes. What a lot of people don't realize is taxes are actually lower now than they have been in several decades. So so think about that. We could likely see higher taxes in the near future. Talk about what that could mean for people who are trying to save for retirement, because if we're already concerned about what those taxes are now, gosh, it could be a lot worse when they start to go up. That's absolutely right, Jen. When we think about where tax rates have been in, in the past and where they are now and where they're going, we have been believing that it's likely they will increase for quite some time. And you know, we've had um, David McKnight, the best-selling author of The Power of Zero, on the show a couple of times, and he talks about how it's just math. And we have a massive debt as a country. Uh, we have stimulus that has gone out, um, you know, multiple times now, recently. And, you know, that has to be paid for at some point. And it's not being paid for today, which means it's got to be paid for in the future. So, (laughs) and and all the other ways it can be solved have problems with them. So just about every expert believes taxes are going up in the future. And so, you know, kind of what they they say, I guess, jokingly and, and seriously is taxes are on sale right now. So what does that mean? Well, what we've been doing, uh, we actually had David McKnight come speak to our clients a while back. And what we've been doing ever since then is we're having those uh, planning sessions with our clients and we're saying, well, here's your retirement plan under current tax law. And it usually looks really good. We've built, a, we've built a nice comprehensive plan. And then we say, well, let's stress test it. What if tax rates double, for example, when you're taking this money out? And what would that look like? And that's kind of that snowball effect we talked about a minute ago. And that can have a, a massive difference. And so we've been able to make some proactive tax planning changes for our clients. And we've been working really hard at that. We've got these plans going ahead. And who knows how long it'll be before tax rates go up. So we want to be as proactive as we possibly can. And Jen, we really believe that that could be the difference for so many people. Think about the things that are important to you in your retirement. And by saving on taxes and being proactive about it, it could be life-changing. So we would urge our listeners, um, if you're not absolutely sure that you're making all the best choices for your taxes in retirement, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. One of those areas is specifically tax planning. So as part of that opportunity, it's 803-9-RETIRE. And also uh, what we offer right now is that can be in person, that could be by Zoom, or it can be a 15-minute phone call. So take advantage of this opportunity right now, 803-9-RETIRE. Pat Struby is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the book, Save Your Retirement and the Retirement Secret. And Pat, according to Forbes, the recession is effectively over. Goldman Sachs analysts are predicting a major hiring boom on the horizon. They say the unemployment rate will fall as low as 4.1% by the end of the year. Should a rosy forecast like that change where we're putting our money, Pat, or should we still be planning for the worst just in case? Well, this is such a good question, Jen, because if, if Goldman Sachs is, and you know if Forbes is telling us that the recession is over and the economy is booming, that would be awesome if that's actually yeah. what happens, right? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, they're in the business of attempting to predict things. Of course, mm-hmm. no one can predict everything. But the other challenge is a lot of the things that deal with our finances, like the stock market, are projecting well into the future. And we can be simultaneously looking at a great economy for this year, but we could be looking at you know the stock and bond market doing very poorly over the next five or 10 years. And so those are the types of things that we want to keep in mind. We know that we certainly don't have a crystal ball, so we can't predict the future perfectly. And we know that no one can time the markets perfectly. So what we want to do is be thoughtful about uh, as much as possible. We want to find a balance of how do we take advantage of opportunities that are there, but reduce the risk of loss on, on the other side. And so it's it's always a two-sided coin because for someone who's close to or in retirement, you just don't have that ability to withstand right. a huge loss. And so that's first and foremost, we have to protect you from the worst case scenario. Right. But, but you know, Pat, even with some of this positive news, there are a lot of economists who are worried about dangerous levels of inflation around the corner, fueled in part by the, the trillions of dollars in stimulus spending that we've already seen that's been authorized already. What do we do to address the possibility of inflation impacting our income in retirement? Yeah, Jen, this is really interesting to me that for many, many years now, interest rates have been incredibly low, inflation has been low, and it's been projected to remain low. And almost out of the blue, um, there's been a lot of chatter and a lot of talk about that potentially changing and how inflation could get 
significantly higher. That is a huge, huge issue for someone that's about to retire or someone who's retired right now, because retirees have been squeezed by a very, very low interest rates, right? I always say, what would we love more than to be able to retire and just throw a bunch of money into a CD at 7% or something <laughs> like that? You know right, what I mean? Right. It would make life so easy. And of course, CDs are paying almost zero. But now if you have these low interest rates, at least we've had very low inflation. So our clients haven't had to increase their income a lot. But holy cow, if inflation starts rising and things start getting more and more expensive, that's a really big deal for our clients and their retirement plans. So that is something with our clients and when we're reviewing with them, it's absolutely something we're looking at and making sure that they are protected in case that happens. Right. A sharp rise in inflation and the skyrocketing cost of health care that goes with that volatility in the markets, as we talked about, and massive tax increases, just a few of the risks to your retirement income. In fact, on taxes, USA Today says taxes alone can eat up 20% or more of your retirement income if you don't implement defensive strategies to reduce your taxes. Yeah. And you know, just imagine how fast your life savings could shrink if you don't have a strategy in place to help protect against those risks. There are too many people who just don't understand just how much of their hard-earned savings could go to taxes. That's why, for our listeners, we want to help you, number one, understand the potential impact taxes can have on your retirement savings. Number two, learn about ways to reduce or possibly eliminate taxes in retirement. And then third, create an income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last. This is for our listeners for today. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We can help you go over your retirement accounts and uncover what your tax liabilities are in the future. And we'll talk about some of the strategies that can help you reduce your taxes down the road. It can mean literally tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket to spend the way that you want to spend it in retirement. There's absolutely no cost and no obligation for our listeners. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby continues after this. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. And this weekend only, you can get the Kindle edition for just 99 cents. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor. Advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Office Insurance Services, Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Very special show today. We have a special guest coming up a little later on. We'll be joined by Lisa Gibbons, who will be here to talk about Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, as well as her organization, Lisa's Care Connection. So you want to make sure that you stay tuned for that coming up a little bit later on. Pat, the reality is for a lot of people, as we talk about each and every week on this show, planning for preparing for retirement, most people spend more time planning a vacation than they do managing their retirement and planning their finances. Uh, I found this article from CNBC, one in five people spend more time planning vacations than their finances. Now, that was, of course, a pre-pandemic article, mm. but I would imagine even, even now, 
it's probably still kind of true because it's so fun to think about taking a vacation again. We can, we're really thinking about that still. Do you think that's probably still the same? I mean, I don't know if people's mindset has changed too much on wanting to plan a vacation more than their retirement. <laughs> I guess it depends on what their definition is because one in five sounds pretty low to me. Yeah, you know, right? if you think about, I know someone had asked me when I was very young, would you rather spend your money on an experience or mm-hmm. on something you own? And when I was young, I thought, well, when you have an experience, it's gone afterwards. So I yeah. want something I own. I, I get to keep stuff. it. Yeah. And then as I got older, I realized, and I've actually you know, read about this. It's really interesting. When you have an experience like a vacation, not only do you have that, you know, usually there's that emotional value because mm-hmm. you're often doing it with other people you, you, know, you love mm-hmm. or family mm-hmm. or friends or whatever, but also the anticipation. That's part of the planning of it is you're anticipating it all that time. Right. So I completely understand, <laughs> you know, if, unless you're in the year prior to retirement, most people aren't having that visible anticipation right. of it. Um, you know, I, I was meeting with someone just just a few days ago and uh, I said, oh, retirement's coming up pretty soon. And, and the answer was something like 57 days and eight hours or something like oh, that. You know what specific. I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he was joking and, and but also serious. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's the difference, I think. I think it's just that that gratification you get right. right away with the vacation. Well, and I think also, Pat, pretty much all of us have taken a, a ton of vacations before. We we know what goes into planning something like that. That is, I think, another one of the differences. We don't always understand what all goes into planning for your retirement. And I'll give you a couple of examples. With my family, we've taken our kids before in the past on different types of trips. And if we're going to go to the beach, that's a different type of preparation than a camping trip. When we took Mm. the kids camping at Grand Teton, And the first time we went skiing, I had never been skiing before. I knew nothing about what we needed to do to prepare for this. I really didn't even think that much about it. And we get to the mountain where we're going to be skiing, and my husband pulls this magic tote out of the back of our SUV, and there are (laughs) goggles and hats and gloves and, and all these things that... I hadn't even thought of because I didn't grow up skiing. I'd never been before. I would have been just buying $800 worth of stuff. (laughs) But he knew what we needed to do because his parents had taken him skiing before. He'd packed all this stuff. He was ready to go. Wasn't even on my to-do list. I didn't even think about that kind of stuff. And that's the difference when we talk about heading into retirement, Pat, you've got kind of Jeff's magic tote of all the things we need to be thinking about that we don't realize until we get to retirement, right? That's such a great point, Jen, because as I think about it over the years, and this has not changed a single bit through my entire 23 plus years, which is the number of incredibly intelligent people that I have sat down with that have absolutely no idea how to and they're embarrassed. You know, they say, right. I, you know, I, th- I think I'm a pretty intelligent person and I don't understand. Like I've had, you know, you know, whatever doctors or lawyers or nurses, anyone that you, you know, stereotypically think of as smart teachers, all these people that are educated people. And they'll look at me and say, I know we're supposed to be saving and investing, but I literally have no idea how you turn that into a retirement. And, <laughs> right. uh, and I always just kind of, I always say, first of all, I, I understand that in Many, many people have said that before, and I say that's what we're for. That's in, that's the entire right. purpose of why we exist. Right. Because, um, you know, in my new book, what I talk about is that it's essentially what we've built in America is a do-it-yourself retirement system where you're just kind of thrown into a job and, oh, by the way, you're supposed to figure all this out because no one's trained to do it, you know? Right. And so we just think um, that a very, very small percentage of people – um, find this type of idea and planning as a hobby, and they want to do it. They want to spend part of their retirement time doing it. The vast majority of people have a lot of other things they'd rather be doing in retirement, going back to planning vacations, right? Uh-huh. right. Uh, would you rather be you know, hunting down tax, tax rule changes and things like that uh, in retirement, or would you rather be planning your next trip or seeing family or whatever those things are that you want to do? And so that's, that's the whole reason we exist, and that's the reason that we have found so many people have appreciated just the first 
conversation with one of our retirement planners. They've gotten a ton of value out of it. And that's the reason we offer it at no cost and no obligation to our show's listeners. Um, to get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. That first visit can be in person, it can be by Zoom, or it can be a short phone call. It's just an opportunity to get to talk to each other, kind of see where you're at, and help you see if you're on track or not. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Just give us a call to get started today. And that number, if you want to hear the numbers as you're punching it into your phone, 803-973-8473. Or as Pat said, an easy way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE. Pat, I love this comparison of preparing for some sort of trip versus preparing for retirement because there are some similarities there. I think it's a really good analogy. You know, my family with four kids, we do a lot of road trips, not necessarily flying a whole lot, but occasionally we we will take a, a trip where we're flying and that's another experience as well. I know the the few times, you know, we've taken the kids or when my husband and I have gone somewhere if we're coming up on some turbulence, think about how you handle that if you don't know it's coming versus if the pilot <laughs> comes on, says what's going on, I'm going to put on the seatbelt light, we're going to hit some turbulence here, folks, here's about how long it's going to last, sit tight, we'll get through it. Think about how different that is when you have a little bit more education when you know what you're getting into versus all the things start happening and you just panic. And I think there's a parallel there too, Pat, with some of the things that happens in the market when things get rocky, probably different for people who work with you who have that educational foundation versus people who are just panicking when they see all the headlines that things are going crazy. Well, it's such an interesting um, analogy, Jen, because when you think of retirement, we always say we've retired with hundreds of people as, as we've gone through <laughs> with them. You know, right. uh, I haven't personally retired yet, but I've done it with so many people. And the unfortunate thing is there are two very different kinds of turbulence in retirement. There's turbulence from outside forces like the stock market crashing mm -hmm. or a recession or, you know, tax rates changing or, or, you know, there's so many different variations. And then there's personal turbulence. There could be serious health care issues. There could be nursing care needs. There could be, you know, your spouse passes away. There could be divorce. Uh, there could be losing a job. I mean, think of all these things that happen. And so we, we've been through, you can imagine all the scenarios we've been through with our clients over the years. And you're right. We always say, a lot of people come to us thinking our job is to get them a better rate of return on investments or something like that. And of course, we'd love to try and do that. But ultimately, what we're trying to do is provide peace of mind because um, by having a plan in place, and that's exactly to your point, Jen, is the turbulence. It doesn't mean the turbulence isn't a challenge, mm -hmm. uh, but by having a plan in place and a, as a starting point that can create a tremendous amount of comfort uh, knowing that you've got not only your, your foundation in place, but then also the ability to kind of shift from there and, and make the adjustments that are necessary. And of course, having a team helping you along the way. Right. And I think another point there, when you talk about making those adjustments, this is not a one time come in, sit down, put this plan together and then goodbye for 30 years. There's no way to plan for 30 years that way. It, it's something that we have to keep <laughs> coming back to revisiting and making those adjustments. So, so when that turbulence happens, we're ready for that. But, you know, we can't plan that out 30 years ahead of time. Yeah, I'm laughing because when I first started, uh, what was very popular in the industry was to create the largest possible financial plan that you could. I guess was I oh. guess the idea was to overwhelm everyone, yeah. you know. <laughs> and so it had all these charts and graphs, and the idea was you have this beautiful binder of stuff. And then you know it didn't take me long to figure out that the almost all people would stick that on a on a shelf and collect dust, and it it, it accomplished nothing really. Right, right. You know, so we've actually gone the opposite direction. What we really try to do is actually simplify as much as we possibly can. And so much of the value, exactly to your point, Jen, is in making adjustments along the way. And that's why we talk about having a custom built plan because having something that's built for you and then can be tailored to you as things change, we just think can provide a tremendous tremendous amount of benefit. And once again, if you don't have a plan in place, or if you're not sure if yours is customized for you, that's why we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started, just call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Coming up next, we'll be joined by Lisa Gibbons. She'll be here to talk about Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, as well as her organization, Lisa's Care Connections. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. 
And this weekend only, you can get the Kindle edition for just 99 cents. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We have a special guest here in this part of the show. Lisa Gibbons recently sat down with Pat to discuss Pat's new book and Lisa's foundation, Lisa's Care Connection. Let's listen in. All right. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. A great pleasure. I'm I'm so happy that you do what you do and that you can share that with others uh, because goodness knows we need it. We need it, Pat. That is definitely, uh, it's a little self-serving for me, but that's what I've found since this is the only thing I've ever done in my adult life. And, um, you know, certainly money can be stressful and it can be worrisome and um, getting good information and guidance. We just see the value that it brings and the peace of mind. And that's, that's of course, what we want to do for people. And that's also what, what drove me to write the book. So um, excited to talk a little bit about um, the retirement secret with you today. But I wanted to start, I know a lot of our listeners know about the care connection and about, you know, how we all, uh, you know, we love what you all are doing and, and love supporting that. But just for anyone who may not be aware, could we just start off with, can you just share a little bit about Lisa's care connection and, you know, how it started and, and what you all are doing and, you know, day in and day out? Yes. Thank you for that. And, and thank you for your ongoing recognition of how important it is and for your support. We are a hub, a resource center, a place for caregivers. Those are the husbands, the wives, the sons, the daughters, the non-paid professionals who are caring for someone they love who has a chronic illness or disease. And we're all about connecting you to what you need now to help you answer that question, now what, on your caregiver journey. And it's fascinating to look at the intersection, Pat, between what we do and what you provide, because our essence is all about education, and empowerment, and Mm -hmm. energy to survive this caregiving marathon. But the relationship between your financial well-being and your physical and emotional health is inextricable, right? So we deal with caregivers who are at very different places on the journey, but for all of them, they have new priorities. They have new realities. They've had to pivot. They've had to adapt. They are, in many cases, struggling to stay afloat. And our job is to help connect them with the the people, the resources, the answers, uh, to be more confident and more competent. Yeah. And I thought, you know, uh, my first book, Save Your Retirement, was, you know, kind of comprehensive retirement planning. Uh, this book, The Retirement Secret, is all about kind of laying out your finances more on the savings and investment side. And I thought, you know, the natural tie-in to me is, we see so many of our clients who might either be needing care and you know how their family is dealing with that or what we see quite often Lisa is clients of ours who are about to retire or who are early in retirement and maybe they're now caring for their parents and so we we often see both sides of that and in our day-to-day work we see how finances affect that. And I thought one of the places we could start is just talking about how valuable those conversations can be, maybe if possible, even before the care is needed. Um, If, you know, whether that's uh, husband and wife, whether that's with children, you know, adult children or other family members who might be involved, I'd love to, you know, get your thoughts or feelings on that topic as a, a good starting point. It's a really imperative life choice that we avoid. Uh, We don't want to talk about things that we feel we can't control. Uh, We deny, we hide, we move forward thinking someday is never going to come. And no one grows up thinking, I'm going to be the best prepared caregiver ever. I'm going to have a financial plan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to prepare for any eventualities that myself, my parents, my spouse may need some mitigating care that will be expensive. It's, it's just, it just doesn't happen. You know, typically our optics on this pad, as you know, are looking at these kind of uncelebrated heroes who are the caregivers who suddenly are expected to know so much about so many things that they could have never really been prepared for. And the cost of 
care, just the real practical nuts and bolts, not the emotional costs, not the, because you deplete spiritually and physically and emotionally Mm. and financially, and it's all expensive. But trying to deal, having the emotional collateral of this expensive, unexpected predicament creates a lot of uh, emotional strain. And we know that when we have better care for caregivers, we get better outcomes for care receivers. So a lot of what we do is help people find some peace of mind about that. And, you know, I laugh when I talk with you because, you know, I've, I've been a communicator for my entire professional life. But talking about money, I think, is very intimidating for people. We don't like to feel vulnerable. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure people listening to us today know that, well, yeah, I mean, if you ever have to have long-term care, if you ever have to go into a, a skilled nursing community, you know, that's that's six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 a month or more. Mm. And no one begins this journey having ideas how to plan for that that eventuality, perhaps, or how to even access assistance programs, um, how, to, how to find tips on maximizing deductions. I mean, it's a complicated web. Yeah, I, uh, you made me think about earlier in my career when I was young and, and you know, you, you think everyone else has it figured out and you think you're the, the only one who hasn't, right? And then as you get older, you figure out no one has anything figured out. So, right. Uh, and, uh, and I think, you know, I met a, you know, successful business person or someone just that seemed so much smarter than I was or more wise. And it took me a while to learn that you can be incredibly successful and smart and intelligent and wise, but you may be very intimidated by finances. Um, you know, we all have our own our own strengths and specialties, and that's the way we we like to approach it. Is if we can help on the finance side, exactly to your point, there's so much else going on with our lives and the, especially with a caregiver, the overwhelm, the emotional, the physical strain, the time commitments, if there can be assistance or guidance on the financial side and provide peace of mind there, uh, hopefully that makes a world of difference. Well, yeah. And I, I love in your, in your most recent book, you talk about how we really begin by inheriting our relationship with money essentially from our parents. Mm. And so much of the lessons, the good and the bad, about Mm -hmm. how we feel about money or how we plan or how much we know what our little slice of that information pie is, comes from our, our mom and dad. And, you know, I laughed when I read you saying that your parents' stock answer was, well, we can't afford it. And, uh, and my, <laughs> right. my parents' stock answer was, we're not spending money on that. Okay. <laughs> sort of a, a little variations of the theme, right? Yeah. At least yours was honest. You, your parents were honest. My, <laughs> my mom made me think we were in the poorhouse, you know? <laughs> Needlessly thinking that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I would certainly joke with anyone who thinks, you know, that, that their parents didn't mold them. If you're married, you know, talk with your spouse about m- what was money like when they were a kid versus you. And you can you'll immediately see how you both see it differently. Right. It's just amazing how that happens. You know, and when you're that kid and that young adult and you're kind of testing your wings and you're finding your way in the world, um, it's the rare individual that's looking ahead at at retirement and. I think the what is it, Pat? The average age of retirement is it still around the early sixties, sixty-two or so? It is. In fact, one of the interesting things is um, it has gotten earlier um, over the last decade or two. Although they say a lot of that is not by choice; it's by either health issues or downsizing. So, so certainly, I think for those that are able-bodied, um, it could be much later than that. But it is early sixties. But the point being, we're living longer, and so your retirement plan, you're, you're being in receipt of whatever, you know, that program is, uh, has got to last you like, you know, 30 years or, or more. So, you know, I think for, you know, my kids are adults, you've got little kids and my kids are, they kind of roll their eyes. They, they have a, <laughs> they have certainly more knowledge than I did at their age about their future because they don't expect as I did. And maybe as, as many of our listeners did that, you know, you would kind of work for, 
you know, a company or a handful of companies in a mm. business, they they understand that they're going to have lots of jobs with lots of people, often yeah. be self-employed, um, you know, not have retirement plans. They're going to have to figure out their own pension. They, they're better prepared for that. And we do have some millennial caregivers who are taking care of mom or dad, but but the bulk of our population that we serve at Lisa's Care Connection, they're around that 50 plus age where yeah. this is now real. This is now no longer talking about let's plan. This is like, okay, we're in it. So, you know, Pat, when you get people, I guess my, my question to you would be this one, is it ever too late? Should people, they often feel like they have to throw in the towel and they say, well, there's nothing I can do. Oh, yeah. I I think one of the biggest barriers to someone coming in and just having a conversation with one of our planners is that fear of what they're going to hear. And you you Mm -hmm. mentioned that earlier, you know, that, you know, we tend to avoid things if we can't control it or we're scared of it. And that's, you know, that's human nature. We all feel that way. And uh, we always try to urge our listeners that there's this is a judgment free zone. And our job is to help you figure out, are you on the path to, you know, accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish in life? And, you know, we don't know until we talk, right, until we do an analysis and we take a look at it. And if you're starting later in the game than average, then that's okay, right? I mean, it's better than, you know, better late than never. So yeah, we we meet all kinds. We meet people that are very goal-oriented and they start with their first 401k deposit on their first paycheck when they get out of high school or college. And we start with people that get started, you know, at the very last minute because they just didn't have the, either the, the mindset to do that or the knowledge or the desire. And so it absolutely runs the gamut. And that is one of the things I wanted to touch on before we finish, Lisa, is... Of course, caregivers come in all different varieties and ages and things like that. But I think of, like you said, someone maybe in their 50s or early 60s, and not only that importance of the conversation with your family member uh, about their finances, but not giving up on yours, not giving up on what you need or want or your goals are in life. And And hopefully that's the idea behind the retirement secret is helping them still have that hope, if that makes sense. It makes so much sense, and it's very common. Caregivers often don't even refer to themselves in the first person. If you say how you're doing, they're they're quite likely to say, well, he had a bad day today, and we missed mm. our doctor's appointment. It's actually a fascinating relationship of losing oneself. And I love what you're saying because, you know, one of our mantras is that you can hang on to who you are while you're having to let go of someone that you love. And that's very counterintuitive for caregivers. You know, um, we think there's a gold star for giving, you know, everything to that loved one. And yes, but the best way to care for your loved one is to care for yourself. And that does include, you know, what are your dreams? What's your, you know, how do you mitigate your stress level so you can show up and be better, be happier, be less resentful for your loved one? And so I think that what you do in your line of work is a piece of that mental health picture. Mm. Well, that saying that you just mentioned is very powerful. I love that. And once again, I thank you for taking some time with us today. We love what you all are doing over there. And great to talk with you today and uh, hope to do so soon. Thank you. And, And just a reminder, if anyone feels alone that you don't know what to do, you don't know where to turn. Um, We would love to be there for you just to get started. Like you say, it's all about just getting started and, and being proud of having that first conversation or taking that first step towards recognizing that this is all really survivable stuff. So thanks again for being so supportive. We appreciate you, Pat. Absolutely. Thanks, Lisa. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. So how do you pick a Medicare Advantage plan? The decision process is different with an Advantage plan than with a Medigap plan. Since you can change plans each year with no medical underwriting, the financial stability of the company is less important. If they raise their rates next year, you switch to a different plan. With Advantage plans, you must look at the provider networks to see if your doctor participates. Even if the plan lets you see non-participating doctors, you'll still want to know if they participate to see what your cost will be. You must also look at the prescription benefit to see if your current medications are covered. Many people don't take the time to research this and end up in the wrong plan. And this is where an agent can help you. We have software that lets us search the providers and prescriptions easily. There's no need for you to spend your time gathering this information. My experience is 
that large national companies tend to have fewer changes in benefits in provider networks over time, so you won't have to switch as often. Lastly, you still need Parts A and B of Medicare to join a Medicare Advantage plan, even if the plan has a zero premium. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. And this weekend only, you can get the Kindle edition for just 99 cents. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is author of the new book, The Retirement Secret. And he answers questions from people all the time, whether it's his kids at home or people in the office. Pat, you get questions all the time. And you have the answers, so we're going to get into our Man on the Street segment. We went out to collect some questions from different folks. We figure if they have some questions, you probably have some similar questions as well. So hopefully you'll learn a little as we go through this here today. Pat, are you ready for our first question? I am, and I just want to tell you it's a breath of fresh air because usually you get to ask all the questions. I know. So at least we get to mix it up a little bit. I get to sit back and listen to (laughs) other people's questions, so... Very good. Our first question is from Al, and uh, I'll just let him ask it. Here we go. Hey, so my buddy down the street keeps bringing up this investment over and over and over again. He's excited about it. He swears by it. Um, I'm interested, but I'm also concerned because I really don't know a whole lot about it. So what would be the best way to research something like that? Because I've always heard that you should always understand what you're investing in. Well, that is a terrific question because that is some variation of that is something that, as you might imagine, Jen, every financial professional gets all the time mm-hmm. uh, because my buddy said this, my plumber recommended that, or you know, I saw this post somewhere and it sounds really interesting because everyone knows we all want to make lots of money with, <laughs> with our investments, yes, right? Yes, please. <laughs> so two points that I would make. One is more specific. I'll start with and then the bigger picture. So specifically, if you are doing research like this, the one thing I would urge you to do is to understand that there are three ways your money can be protected when you invest. And if it's anything outside of those, then you are exposed to a huge amount of risk. So for example, bank accounts are often FDIC insured, which means your principal is protected up to certain limits. Um, Secondly, with life insurance and annuity companies, there is a guarantee association by each state, which provides some type of protection to you. And then third, if you're working with a brokerage firm or mutual fund, then SIPC is something that also provides protection from fraud. If you are looking and it's not under one of those three categories, it means it's un- regulated and you have you are exposed to complete risk it doesn't mean it's bad it just means you are taking i would call that a more high risk proposition and probably people have made tons of money in those types of places so i'm not saying it's bad but I, i think it's very important that you understand that because i've seen unfortunately fraudulent activity in those areas during my career um now having said that on a bigger picture the one thing i would always urge is to remember that the success of your investment should never be based on rate of return, even though that's what everyone tells you it should be based on. The success of your investment should be based on whether you accomplish your goals. And so I would always urge you when someone is is giving you that, you know, greed, the greed glands start to get excited, right? You think, oh man, man, I can make a lot of money and, and this and that. Let's remember what is the purpose of your money. And so that's what matters. Now, if you have a little bit of money that you're, the purpose is to take a flyer on something and see, see if you can make a higher return, then that's okay. But for most people, Right, Jen? What we want to do is we want to make sure we're paying our bills. We want to maybe sock a little away for emergencies, and then we want to be saving for some type of goal. Maybe it's kids' college. Maybe it's a new house. Maybe it's retirement, those types of things. And those types of things probably don't fit for that type of investment. So I I hope that that is kind of a big picture thing that I always want to make sure we focus on. And then, But if someone is wanting to do due diligence on something, that first topic hopefully helps uh, shed some light on that. Yeah. Great question. Appreciate the time to respond to that there, Pat. Uh, let's go to our next one. This is Brent, and I'll uh, just let him ask the question. 
I'm a freelancer and I've always had enough income, but I don't have a company 401k that I can contribute to. So what are some options for me when it comes to saving for retirement? I'm 47, so I do have some time, but I don't want to put it off any longer. Well, uh, thank you, Brent. That's uh, another really good question. So one of the things we hear a lot, Jen, is, you know, is it too late for me to save or kind of embarrassment, not wanting to see mm. a professional because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm probably behind everybody else. And I always I always just make sure people know that this is a judgment-free zone. Uh, it doesn't matter to us if you're ahead of or behind some kind of average. No one really knows what that average is anyway. So, and it doesn't really matter what the average is because you're, you're you, you're not the average. And so some people, you know, are great at thinking about the long term and they start saving in a 401k the moment they get out of high school or college and they get a job. Um, we have clients that have successfully retired and maybe they didn't ever save anything and they ended up inheriting money right before retirement or something. You know, there's all kinds of ways that can happen. Um, the first thing I would say to Brent is certainly good to be asking the question. I would also say, compounding interest is to your benefit. And the longer you have, um, the more it works for you. So the sooner, the better to get started. And then the third one, Jen, this is a topic I know you and I talk about a lot, which is taking advantage of the opportunity to do tax planning prior to retirement. And so Brent, what you have an opportunity to do is be proactive in how you structure your retirement savings. So it is definitely a negative that you don't have a 401k built in, but guess what? You actually have an advantage because you get to control how you save your money. And we talk about an idea of having three different tax buckets. And that means when you retire, there's three different ways your savings and investments can be taxed. There's the 401k way, which means you're deferring all the taxes into retirement and then paying taxes in retirement. Um, There is the um, taxable way, which means you're just saving money like in a savings account or, you know, a brokerage or, you know, any type of uh, place where you're not really getting any tax advantage, but you're not deferring it. And then there's the tax-free way, which would be like Roth IRAs and other types of things like that. And so you have the opportunity to actually divvy it up, which could be very powerfully to your advantage. So I would definitely encourage you to consider uh, working with a professional to help you build out a plan that could save you a ton of taxes over the rest of your lifetime. Yeah, great, great point to be thinking about. And I think also in this virtual world that we have right now that we've certainly adapted to, we could see some more of these Brents in the world who've, who've been a freelancer and have some different options. So good to hear about that as well. Next question, Pat, is from Tracy. Here's her question. Oh, lately, all the negative news has just been overwhelming. And I just want to tune everything out. But I know it's really important to stay informed. What should I do? Well, Tracy, my goodness, I feel for you. This is a difficult question for me to answer, but I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't remember if I've shared this story before, but uh, my mother-in-law, who I love dearly, uh, she came to visit and she asked uh, my wife and I, oh, what time is the news on here? And uh, she's in a different time zone. And uh, we both replied, we have no idea. And she said, what do you mean? And she said, how do you stay up with the news? And I said, well, we just... We don't do it by watching the news. And so she, we end up, we fumble around and we find the news and it's on some story about some depressing thing for, you know, 10 minutes. And she says, ah, this is just too negative. Just turn it off. And we were thinking, that's why we never turn it on. There you go. But yeah, I think that uh, as far as, you know, to try and be more helpful for Tracy, I personally don't care for, um, you know, that kind of biased um, negative news, uh, things that's, you Mm -hmm. know, pushing our buttons. And I think it's important to think about what news you do need to hear about. So, for example, for myself as a retirement planner, I need to know what's going on with the stock market. I need to know what's going on with the economy, with interest rates, with inflation, those types of things. But there's a lot of things that are out of my control that I don't need to know about. So I have found ways to select the information that's important to me. I will say that um, more, more than just managing our clients' finances – we have learned where we can provide the greatest value is by providing peace of mind. And for a lot of our clients, what that means is by hiring us, they don't have to worry about those little details as much anymore. They don't have to worry about, you know, if the Dow Jones crashes a thousand or two thousand points in a day, it's not their job to micromanage or log into their accounts and try and figure out what to do. They have a planning team that's already watching those things, that has a plan in place that knows how to make adjustments and that will contact them if there's something that needs to be discussed. So that's an example of another way that you can help stay away from all that negative news. And, you know, what we think, what we look at that as is, you know, if you're retired and you're taking that dream vacation and you're 
you're on that white sandy beach, you don't have to worry about having your cell phone nearby to make sure the Dow Jones isn't crashing because that's nothing that you need to be worried about. You need to be enjoying your time with your loved ones. And that's the type of value that working with someone like us, we, we hope that that brings. Yeah, it's such a great point. And I think probably valuable for all of us to just keep things in perspective. Don't let it bring you down and don't let it drive your decisions when it comes to money. So Great I'll question. just add one. Th- yeah. I'll just add one thing, Jen. I uh, I had heard of the Serenity Prayer many many moons mm-hmm. ago, um, and and that that just falls into that for me. How yes. much of the news are things that I just I have no control over, and so, you know, why am I causing myself stress or anxiety about something that I can't do anything about anyway? And what I want to focus on is I want to focus on the things that I can control. I want to worry about my faith. I want to worry about my family, and I want to worry about our clients and taking care of them. And those are the things that are important to me. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Uh, Let's do one more, Pat. We got one more of these questions. We went out and talked to Lana, and here is her question. Our youngest will be finishing high school next year, and it's really hitting me because I'm not sure we've saved enough for the future. We've just been so busy with life that we haven't thought much about retirement. What should we do first? Yeah, Jen, this sounds a lot like our freelancer earlier, right? Yeah, Uh, Yeah. Guess what, folks? You're not alone. (laughs) This is very, very common. And I will even say that as great as it is for someone to start early with retirement planning, and, and certainly kudos to you if you have, this question is incredibly common because for so many of us, we spend our, you know, you, you spend your early years uh, as, a, as a grown-up just learning how to be a grown-up, right, and, <laughs> and how to make sure you're not, you know, racking up credit card debt or anything like that. And then, you know, if you, if you follow that path of getting married and having kids, well, now having kids and supporting a family, now that's your priority. And if you want to help pay for their college, you're trying to accumulate money for that, that's kind of the next thing up. A lot of times it's like, okay, now they're off to college or now they're out of college, and it's kind of like a, okay, what's right. next? And then there's, a, oh, my goodness, wait, what do we do for retirement? <laughs> So if you are fortunate enough that the kids end up out on their own, then one of the huge advantages you have is that's often for a lot of people, we find an opportunity where they're doing pretty well in their professional careers in, you know, in their work. And now you have less expenses, um, you know, whether it's the college ones or having them in the house. And so this is a tremendous opportunity to play catch up. And so there are even rules in 401ks and IRAs and Roth IRAs where you can add more to your accounts. And it's often right around that time in life. So this is a tremendous opportunity to uh, just get started is the first thing. Just find ways to put money away, 401k, Roth IRA, something like that. And it's also potentially a great time to look at hiring a retirement planning team to help you build a strategy so that you know how you're going to actually get there when you want to get there. And that's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started, all you have to do is call us at 803-9-RETIRE. There is absolutely no cost. It's a great opportunity to find out where you stand and how you can get to where your goals are. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Make sure you remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. And be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. Thanks for being here with us today. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.